It's cracking. John Fitch here, and uh, we're going to enjoy the decline. Circuses and bread, right? Circus and bread, wasn't that the thing for the Roman Empire when it fell? Talk a little bit about the uh, the fights last night, the glorified celebrity boxing, I guess. It's almost geriatricide, but um, yeah. something happy. feels uh it's getting weird out it's weird it's been weird like i don't know what's happening next sometimes it feels like we're out of the woods with this stuff and then i don't know they're gonna keep pushing because i'm tired of it I'm tired of the tired of covid crap I'm tired of it <laughs> hope you guys are tired of it too but um, yes, uh, everybody here from uh, YouTube and there's people from Rockfin, I think, watching too. And then, uh, yeah, Facebook, everybody, what's up? Another video. How much of the fights did you watch last night? Was it uh, a lot? Because it was a little. Um, not good. I don't know. Well, I, like Tito was very. How how does somebody? <laughs> how does Tito's coaches and friends and people? Did he not spar at all? Because he was like super slow. They just not think. I don't know. This is just the money. They don't care. They're not even trained, and they're just pro wrestling. It's just a pro wrestling match. Who cares if you win or lose? Doesn't that kind of dilute? the fights and what fighting is supposed to be and what it's supposed to be about. So, I don't know, man. Like when I saw him hit mitts, right? Let's, let's look at this. Let's watch, let's watch our man or vander. Um, hit the mitts. Okay. This is, yeah, oh, he's talking. Just listening to him talk didn't give me a lot of confidence. It was kind of short notice fight too. Okay, here's the mitts. Not a lot of snap on it. I guess he's just warming up. I put on a show. This I don't know. He's super slow. I couldn't have been the only person who noticed that that was um, exceptionally slow. And it wasn't a good look. He's not looking like he's in a good spot. 
right? And this guy was kind of pushed out of boxing because of his health was getting bad. And they, they rush him out there for a fight with somebody much younger. And Vitor is my age, but he's got a super, he's super sauced, which I don't know if they don't, if they're not testing and nobody cares. And like, does it matter? These matter fights don't matter anymore. Does it matter? It's just about the fight. It's just about the show. That's what it seems like it's getting to. When you like eliminate the need and the worship of exceptionalism and climbing up the ranks and winning titles, when that gets eroded, then all you care, all you care about is the spectacle of the, the fight itself. Is this happening with other sports at all? Because I don't ever watch football or tennis or baseball or whatever, but like the other sports, are they getting too like showy also? And uh, people don't care as much about who's winning. I don't know. Rather than just, I just want to see somebody get fucked up. It feels like, it feels like that's most what people's, you know, what their viewing pleasure is and why they're watching fights these days. The most people that are watching, like, I just want to watch somebody get knocked out. <laughs> like that's kind of, you kind of a uh, um, psychopath. <laughs> like, nothing to do about um, skill or um, putting things together or whatever. It's just, no, I just like, just want to hurt people. That's, um, I don't think it's healthy. <laughs> For society, it's not healthy. But here we are, you know. There's probably a lot of people in the audience that the gladiators watch the gladiators kill people or lions eat people. And they're like, you know, isn't this a bit much? Isn't this a little bit much? You know, two tigers really isn't one enough. Oh, some green tea. But yeah, so like, but people are eating it up. Everybody's watching it. Most people are watching this stuff. Um, Yeah. Uh, same. If you don't have, where did that one go? If you don't have confidence, the fights are legit. What are we doing here? Well, it's like the incentive now isn't to win and be the best. It's like no, just put on the best show, put on the best spectacle. If you put on the biggest best spectacle. Like that that's what defines good now. It's like the idea of quality has changed. I, I kind of feel like that it's happened a little bit because of participation trophies, <laughs> quite honestly, because you stop respecting the guys who are, who are good when everybody gets the same trophy growing up. You, know? like you, don't, you don't elevate people. It's kind of an erasure of hierarchy. That's a competent high competence hierarchy. We need competence hierarchies to let us know that we're doing things right and doing well. Oh, Harry, what's up? How are you good? How are you good. Damn. But we're gonna see more of these fights, right? Because. They're talking about $30 million for Vitor to fight Jake Paul. You guys think that'll happen? 
and you're going to watch it because I'm probably going to watch it. Probably going to watch it because it is a, it is a, to fight. You know, humans like fights. We like confrontation. We want to see what happens. We want to think about what happened if we were. You know, that's human nature. There's nothing wrong with that. But if this is the way we keep pushing things, I feel like it's going to just erase the whole idea of sport and competition altogether. Uh, yeah, Jake Shields posted a photo of an ex-soldier who became a female male soldier, turned into a female MMA fighter in her first fight. I don't know how I feel about that. It seems like a massive uh, advantage. You know, so many things are upside down. They're blurred about what's good or bad or what's acceptable. But we have, um, you know, Anderson looked good. Big old Tito came in lowering, throwing big wide hooks, you know, not doing anything, um, not really doing anything well. You know, when the final combination of, of, of Anderson hitting him in the chin was him, he threw like three big, wide, lazy uh, left hooks in a row. And it's like, he's just, I, I don't know, man. It almost feels like a pro wrestling thing where he's like letting him time the punch so he can put a counter punch. But uh, yeah, I don't know if these guys are trying really to win. I mean, I guess they're trying to win. But it feels more like a game show than it does like a serious sporting competition. And I don't know if that's um, a mic staticky. Let's see if that's uh, any better. It might be my uke. She's on about the ukulele. Um, I don't feel the need to talk about my medical statuses. I just don't think something that's 99.99% survivable, even for a kind of out of shape fat person. Um, I'll probably be all right. Oh, man, is it still staticky? All right, let's see if I can. See if that's any better. Dog is barking at me. What's my attention? <laughs> Your mom says the vaccines are. Downfall. How long does it take? I got shit to do. Where are you guys at? 
he's like, if I just news, it's all really negative, and it's always been negative. It's like, these questions about, you know, distance learning and if we're prepared for it type of stuff, and it's, um, it's going on right Mike, it's super sad. Yeah, I was having this issue the other day. Let's see if it's any better. I think that might be better. I don't know. Hopefully that did it. I think that did it. Yeah. Tired of this. The equipment falling out. See, this is the decline. Where it's everything's falling apart. <laughs> right? What are uh, are we gonna have another lockdown this winter? Do you guys think we're gonna have another lockdown this winter? I really think it's uh, it's kind of possible, but I don't know because so many people seem over it and they're not gonna comply. I saw that they're not going to make the uh, the post office workers. They're not going to have to get vaccinated. And if you guys see that when you push back, those people just said no. Like you have to, you're not going to be able to deliver the mail. You're not going to be able to do this service if we if we don't work. And we're not doing what you say. We're not taking the vaccine. They listen. It's just a bluff. They're just trying to push you around. They're going to push you around. And uh, try to force playoffs, not playoffs, layoffs. Uh, but uh, so, all right. So we watch the fights, the train wreck. People keep watching them. It's turned into, you know, a pro wrestling slash sporting event, similar to like UFC, but out of structure. Where I don't know. It's uh just i don't know i don't know how i feel about it i'm still at a loss of words a little bit from from watching what i watched like because the idea it sounds cool to see guys that we used to watch fight fight again and it uh you want to see them do well or be kind of good like they used to be but they don't move the same they're not quick like they used to be but then i started thinking like like you is my age you know, Tito's not that much older, older. Anderson's not that much older. And like, maybe I can't move as well. Like, cause I still think I move pretty well. And, um, yeah, it's like, man, is that what I'm going to look like? Am I going to be moving around all slow motion, trying to hit people? Yell and get off my lawn at them. <laughs> um, yeah. So, that's the state of our sports. I don't know. I guess football did start. I don't watch. I don't watch a lot of other sports uh, anymore. I used to a lot when I was younger, but as I got older, I got kind of more bored with the other sports and only started watching MMA and fights. And I, I don't know if the uh, I don't know if the other sports are, are having the same type of 
weird circus type effect put on them or if they're actually operating more uh, even keel like they have been. Um, yeah, man. Fucker is barking now. <laughs> Such a punk, man. He's like, oh, he's my, my, my annoying girlfriend that needs attention all the time. Um, okay, so I don't know. I haven't watched many other sports, but uh, I found this little list of possible things that they may try to do. Um, it's, some, it's something off of like 4chan, but they are saying that uh, it's a leaked thing from Biden, but probably not as stuff that's made up. But I thought it was interesting because the points they're making here, it's like what at what level do they have to try to do something before uh, you have to like actually do something <laughs> besides complain about it? You know what I mean? Just Andrew saying that uh, Tito wasn't knocked out. His head was just too heavy for his body to hold up. He did. He just knocked him over. That's what it was. He just toppled over his uh, his big noggin, and he, he couldn't uh, support himself anymore. I mean, I I had I had hopes a little bit that um, Evander would like you know just have that power, just land a big one every once in a while, like George Foreman status. But George Foreman was still like in his forties. Um, but yeah. But when he, he tried to throw a hard hook, but he couldn't even support his own weight and fell over, I knew it was not gonna, it's not gonna take long at all. Okay, so I want to share some of these things to you guys because he just had that address the other day talking about they're fed up, fed up with unvaccinated people because <sighs> we won't bow down and listen to them. It's such a, it's a goofy. Um, Right. So one of the points they say here is what they're going to try to instill moving forward is uh, the unvaccinated are ineligible for Social Security, uh, Social Security uh, insurance disability, federal extended unemployment assistance, COVID rent assistance, employment placement or training. Would you guys uh, be able to sit back and do nothing? What could you do? If they if they tried that, it seems almost as if they are uh, building building something to to frame uh, you know domestic terror threat. They're pissed you off so much, take so much from them. They want to they want to scare them into fighting back. But what's what's the legal thing? What do you do? Go on welfare? Well, they're saying if you're uh, unvaccinated, they're gonna probably take that away maybe how would that not be like super racist to take away welfare because you're unvaccinated <laughs> oh man you think you could live off of medicaid and food stamps is that even possible or are they gonna you think they would cut that you think it's possible they would cut that they're just trying to do everything <laughs> I'm a food truck in Idaho. I'm hiring regardless. I'm not your doctor or your mom. Exactly. Take care of yourself. It's, 
it's so frustrating because most people I meet walking around and I talk to places uh, aren't paying attention to any of this. And they're just going along with what's up. Some people I meet uh, have no regard for COVID. Like they never wear a mask. They do stuff indoors, have no mask. Like there's still gyms and jujitsu and people breathing in each other's face working out. So I can't think that people are that convinced. Were they all, I mean, are they all vaccinated? I think they're safe because they're vaccinated. I don't think so. You know, uh, it's just like bizarre world because you have the, the news is saying one thing and you're living a completely different life. Good one. Uh, Red Pill Thor is asking me what my view and opinion of the unified MMA rules are. And if I could change things, what, I would, what would I change? Change. I change body. There's too many. Too many rules. I, I uh, would allow the knees to the head on the ground. Soccer kicks. I think they're fine. It's a fight. Like they want faster fights. They want fights to be quicker. Like open up the. Uh, realms and ways for people to finish the fights i'd also say i don't know if i am 100 percent against headbutts you know it's a it's a good tool that works well if you're not protecting your head and face anyways i don't know if uh i'm super against headbutts but as they say you know i guess you'd get more cuts but I would like to see the uh, time limit kind of open up the like rounds, you know, one 15 minute round or 25 minute, one 25 minute title fight. I'd like to see no standups from the ground so that if you get taken down, you have to do something. You have to get up or you have to, you have to sweep, you have to submit. I would, I would, um, could be risky, but I would like to see like a yellow card introduced. That way, if you do have a situation where the guy on the bottom or the guy on the top is not being active and slowing the pace of the fight down, you can hit him with that yellow card. They get, you know, two or three of those yellow cards and they get, they get docks and pay. Or they lose a point, something. Maybe not a point, dock to pay. Hurt, hurt more. <laughs> Uh, or the or the turn it over to the other guy if the other guy's like working hard and you're not doing nothing. It's a good uh, plan for things hit the shit the fan. Um, you can buy cheap houses in under a hundred thousand in the country if you own a house, sell it, and roll into a. Uh, chop paid off house if you have to that's kind of where i'm sitting right now here in california is if if uh things don't look like they're getting better or whatever i'm at to sell this place and try to get out and find somewhere else cheaper because like if they're locking things down and they're scaring people i gotta i gotta like, teach people i gotta have people come into my garage i gotta go to the gym i gotta be around people 
So if they're locking everything down and scaring people, like it's, <clears throat> it's eliminating a large group of people that could be training and helping, uh, helping them defend themselves. And now I can't do that because, you know, things get locked down. It's kind of frustrating. Also, the kids are at home and that makes things more difficult. Uh, getting things done working uh, when the kids are here. You know, if they need help and I'm with somebody, it's, it's a pain. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good, good point, Lee. Lee's saying that all this COVID stuff right now, um, all the vaccine stuff right now is just distractions. So people don't look at, look at Afghanistan right now and don't pay attention to it. Very, very uh, likely. We got a, the recall election coming with Gavin. I think I smell a fish. I think I smell big fish. Um, Melon ballots, I'm not buying it. <laughs> it's just most people, I don't know. I guess I made it all depends on the circles I guess you're hanging out with, but I don't know too many people that like him. Or was it the messaging was good enough from from the left, because I heard a number of commercials on the radio about how the evil Larry Elder and how the evil Republicans, the Republic, they were calling it the Republican recall. Oh, those, those terrible people. <laughs> recall this piece of crap. Uh, okay, so let's read some more of these. Um, if you think these are. Uh, uh, unlikely that they could put them through. Okay, so this is the one that got me, was that they were, uh, you're going to be assessed a special tax, right? They were going to tax the uh, unvaccinated. They're going to have to pay a special unvaccinated tax, right? They're going to roughly take 15% of your income if you're unvaccinated to cover substantial federal medical costs. I have a very hard time that that would be something that would actually happen. Somebody's just trying to get under people's skin with that. <laughs> but what if they would do that? What if that happens? What if there's a, 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 um, a pat or some kind of, you know, tax <laughs> for that? No tax. They also mentioned here that um, what if they stopped your uh, domestic travel? What if you couldn't go interstate travel anymore? You guys think that's impossible that any of those things would ever happen? Because that that would that to me that would be like that's it. Okay, the camps are coming. The death camps are coming. If they're telling us nope, you can no longer travel state to state by yourself without special shot papers. You're you're stuck in one state for the rest of your life. If that's what they're saying, oh man, the camps are coming, man. guys talking about over here um <laughs> and my press room says big difference between me and john he has to be around people and i try to i try my best to stay away from them uh i mean you got to get a feel for what's going on and where people are at you got to get out there and see um what people are talking about because you know, social media and the news can be very biased <laughs> and 
whether you know you know you pick the things to follow so you always see the same stuff or they're, they're marketing to you the right way but you got to get you know somebody i talked to somebody the other day and they had never heard of the they didn't hear about i mean it's kind of recent but like ivermectin and oh i said the worst spreading a pan and the joe rogan thing how that was one of the one of the medicines that he had a doctor prescribe him to to fight his covid sickness and it worked he was like three days later i feel great so they're telling stories about him on cnn about taking horse pills magic horse pills Well, I hear some people who are busy and they have life and they have no idea that any of that shit's happening. So like some of these things in this list are scary, but I don't, I don't have a hard time believing that they would actually be able to do that. They would just be like, nope, we're not allowing interstate travel. I think they're struggling right now to do the vax passports and businesses. And they're going to try to make smaller businesses that have a hundred employees or more get vaccinated. But if, I have a feeling there's going to be more pushback. It doesn't seem to doesn't seem to be that much pushback needed. They're going to bluff you, say you have to do something, and they're like, no. <laughs> a couple other people say no. And they're like, okay, well, we can't replace, you know, <clears throat> five or six people from our staff that easily. It's going to cost us more money to find somebody else. We'll just, just not do it. It's going to have to be some kind of lawsuits or something. But yeah, I would like to get out of California. I think that would be the best way to start to enjoy the decline. If I could get somewhere with some land and some water on it, that would be pretty cool. I think that would be fun. I need to be around enough people to, to do some teaching. That would be good. And that would be uh, maybe some chickens. But I have the whole issue of, you know, my kids are here in San Jose. So how am I going to get to buy land somewhere else and live somewhere small here <laughs> just to take advantage of uh, the price difference from the money I would make from selling this place? Because the prices on houses are going crazy. And... I don't know. Is it going to stop? Can they stop? Is the money just going to keep going higher? I'm also wondering, you know, at what point do I just say, okay, this is going up high enough. I need to sell because there's going to be a, there's going to be a crash at some point. There's going to be a crash and I want to miss out on a good profit. Or is it just going to keep going because of inflation? It's such a, it's kind of a scary time. It's kind of scary, right? But all you can do is like work and make your money and eat, <laughs> keep yourself safe and, and watch, watch the, uh, watch the destruction man. watch it all fall. And just kind of laugh because <laughs> there's not a lot you can do. It doesn't really feel like there's a lot you can do. Oh man. So okay. So they're making the unjabbed pay higher insurance premiums already. Seems illegal. Seems like that shouldn't be allowed. You know. Like we're gonna. We're gonna. I don't know.
Hellman. It's true. This is a very, very good point, Apollo. All pro. Um, he says that uh, I thought the jab mandate was impossible two years ago, so it's all in play. That's what's scary. Is like that's why I wanted to read some of those off to like see. They seem absurd. You know, they seem absurd. Um, what is this? Uh, yeah, the unvaccinated are no longer free to partake of interstate travel by vehicle on federal roadways. The unvaccinated are no longer free to travel by air, either domestically or internationally. TSA will enforce at all ports, ports of entry. Any employer that does any business with the federal government will be required to show 100% vaccine, compliant, vaccine compliance from the workforce by October 31st. Any business that cannot or will not comply will face substantial fines and potential revocation of any federal contracts. Those all sound ridiculous. Sound ridiculous conspiracy theory stuff. But rewind, like you said, two years ago, we all thought a vaccine passport where businesses were like, nope, you gotta show your you gotta show your things, you gotta show your shot record in order to get inside and have a steak dinner. We didn't think that was possible. Some people are not doing it though. But we're here. <laughs> we're here. It seemed impossible. Are these things equally in two years? Are all these things going to happen? We're like, oh man, here we go to the gulag. I hope I get a view. Uh, what else? There's a couple more on here. Any employer sponsored health insurer is free from liability and can drop any unvaccinated persons from their policies or deny coverage based upon vaccination status. It seems like something that would never happen or should not ever happen, but there's already doctors and people like refusing to treat people who are unvaccinated. But they have a Hippocratic Oath where they're supposed to take care of everybody. If the bad guy kills a bunch of people and he gets shot, like they still gotta take care of him. Can they just be like, no, he's a dick. He's gonna bleed to death. <laughs> we refuse to give him the space. Um, the last one here is hospitals are given legal immunity, making them free to prioritize or deny healthcare based upon vaccination status. It was all sound crazy, right? That shit crazy. But at what point do we recognize they're happening and be like, hey guys, hey guys, uh, they're, they're boxing us in here pretty good. Maybe we should do something. I see there has been some, there have been some demonstrations, some protests. Trudeau is not uh, real popular. Everywhere he goes, there's always somebody saying something or booing him. I thought he sounded like yeah, rocks thrown at him. But I don't know. Yep, he said it, Nick. Are we free or not? Like how, how much further? How much longer? How much longer? Oh, until the thing's gone, but it's not, you know, we see that Israel is mostly vaccinated, but they have the worst cases of people getting it. Vaccinated people are getting it. They're still dying. Oh, well, you have much better chance of surviving it. You already had a really good chance surviving it before. 
I've been having the same conversation for over a year on this guy. You hear this guy? He needs attention. <laughs> That's what she said. The spare room and steak. <laughs> Uh, this, I hope you're wrong though, man, because I'm tired of it. I'm hoping people are finally had enough and they're just like, shut up. And they stop listening to the government. They stop listening to the mainstream news and just live their lives quietly. Enjoy, enjoy the decline because we're still going to like make our food. We're still going to make our living. We're still going to make our way. The government, the government will be the one that collapses. <laughs> we will still be working. We'll still be finding ways to eat. The government, when a nation falls, it's the government that falls, not the people. People just start doing other shit. And I think we just need people to stand up and say no. And, and you know, she's like, no, nope, I'm not. I will not comply. Your mandate is not a law. I will not follow it. Make a scene. Don't shop at places that push that stuff. Well, people need to get, I mean, more than lawsuits, like what? They can't necessarily fight back. Because I think they're doing. They're trying to They're trying to evoke somebody to, like, shoot something up or blow something up or Timothy McVeigh something. That's what they want. They, they want that, and then they can be like, oh, well, look, we got domestic terrorist problem. We got to start rounding everybody up. And they'll start looking through all your social media posts and videos Look at who you're texting. Look at all your dirty pictures. And they'll uh, take you away, put you in the camp. Re-education camp. Right? We'll call it, they'll call it the de-COVID camp. You're going to take away the COVID. They're going to clockwork orange you. Get your eyes open. You'll be watching propaganda films from Hollywood. You'll have to uh, take hormone stuff, mess your hormones up. Yeah. This is scary shit. Like, I want to laugh, but like, what are they doing? And they got the robots. The robots are ready. You're going to have to talk about this with uh, Burmas tomorrow, I guess. Yeah, man. The robots, the robot dogs, the things do flips and stuff. Could you imagine putting a gun on that thing? Would it fall down? Could be, could be a big gun. Yeah, Florida. My sister's in Tampa. I would be interested in giving it a chance. You know, uh, hurricane season once a year. Got to deal with that, but. I don't know. I feel like uh, I'd be able to find students. I, I'd save money. Houses are cheaper, even though all the prices are going up right now. I'd probably buy. I'd probably be buying at a slightly inflated price, but it's still cheaper than here. Yeah, all they have to do is say no. Let's say no to certain things. 
and then let the law the, the let the law take care of it. That's the that's the scary thing is if the law starts being like, oh no, we have to like abandon the law to keep people safe. They start pulling that shit. That's that's when things really scary. But depending on how things go, this next year will depend on where I'm. I'm gonna head myself. Put myself. I gotta make some decisions. Cause this isn't California gets shut down again, dude. There's no bueno. If they in some way try to prevent you from driving into another state, like I couldn't, like I wouldn't be able to sell my house and take my money and my business and everything somewhere else. I couldn't do that. Man. And I don't think it's going to take. I mean, you don't, you don't think it takes like violence or uprisings or whatever, even big protests. I think it's just people saying no. It's like, no, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. Go to the school board meeting, say, no, we don't want to do this anymore. If you're worried, you keep your kids safe. You keep yourself safe. You stay, you stay home. The rest of us are going back to life. We want to go back to regular life. No, he's barking because he wants my attention. He's upset with me because he wants to go on a walk. But I'm doing a stream, very important stream. Yes, you're gonna get, you're gonna be a, a snack, dog, dog snack, if you are crossing over and hanging out in my house uninvited. But yeah, guys, I just wanted to have this show to make sure you guys are not stressed too much. Because I don't know if there's anything we can do other than say no. You have to have non-compliance, peaceful non-compliance. You and your friends, you have to find people around you that are tired of it too and just do it. <laughs> say no. Live your life. Go back to normal. Um, like when I, got, I go to the store, I don't put my mask on until I'm at the door. And then I don't really have it over my nose. <laughs> either anymore it just it's just such a pain in the ass man and it doesn't seem to be helping anything nothing's getting better so focus yourself on your work guys right now start stacking some money start stacking sets some assets start making a bug out plan um take care of yourself be healthy make sure you're being healthy Make sure you're doing your cardio. Guys, make sure to uh, if you haven't yet, check out Gumroad. It's talking about being in shape and being fit. We got courses, right? Twelve minute bike course is the one that's going to get you ripped and lean. 12 minutes, one, two, um, one to three times a week will get you pretty lame, right? Um, 
Bikes in the Garage. But yeah, uh, it's a bike workout. The, the uh, Aerodyne. It's one of the best pieces of equipment you'll ever use for cardio. And um, I got other stuff too, guys. Jiu-Jitsu seminars that I filmed and put up. I got some free uh, courses to fit your neck to the 90-day care that I did for my neck that helped it out. Uh, the resistance bands, lifting course, and uh, the kids' basic wrestling. You can use it too, though. It's not just for kids. I said my kids helped me out show it. Um, those are free. Come on, guys. Get in shape. Reach out. Book me for consultation or a private lesson, small group, come to a seminar, okay? I've been coaching people since I was in junior high because we had young kids, some grade, you know, some grade schoolers come through to learn wrestling. So that was like my first time being a teacher and I liked it and it was fun. And I, I ended up having to think really hard about the techniques that I did and I liked because I had to get somebody else to to follow what I was doing. So I started thinking very, very more technically about technique and moves and how to do things. And this helped shape me over the years. You know, when I got to high school, I was coaching my my teammates. And you know, postseason we would have club uh, camps and stuff like that to raise money for the wrestling club. And we would teach younger kids. So I had we would get our own team. I remember in high school we'd have our own team and make them wrestle the other teams. It's a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, I've had teammates that I coached in order to uh, win games, win championships, win team titles, because if, if they didn't know how to do something and my coach wasn't going to teach them or my coach was too busy to teach them, like they needed to learn it. So I was teaching through high school. I get to college and I'm teaching those guys too. I'm learning mostly in college because these guys are so good. And then, you know, by the time I'm a senior, I'm a leader and I'm helping teach. And then I do a year of grad school and I stay on as a, a volunteer coach. And then as soon as I started fighting, I was coaching and teaching uh, jiu-jitsu, wrestling, fight stuff. Been doing this 30 years, guys. So if you're looking for ways to improve self-defense, jiu-jitsu, wrestling, diet, nutrition, I'm available. Available for consults. And if you're local to the Bay Area, we can do privates, small groups. Small groups are great because then I have two people working together that I can watch. And it comes off a lot better, like seeing how your technique is flowing because sometimes – if I can't see it, I don't know exactly where you're at or what you're doing or what's off. So it slows the progress of learning down. I'd much rather have two people. And then I can demonstrate the technique on one person while uh, the other one watches. Makes it easier. Both guys get to see it. Both guys get to feel it. Then I get a watch. And it's cheaper when uh, you have a partner or a buddy. <laughs> my slow motion punching was faster than he was actual punching thank you very much 
Who knows though? I'm an old guy who's been lifting a lot now. Maybe I'm punch slow now. You can buy those courses on uh Gum Road. I should just put that in the in the chat, huh? Went live. There you go. Tyler Durden's stupid name says that it wasn't fixed. It was, however, a different set of focus and preparation amongst the fighters. That is a very true statement because I don't think that Holyfield had that much time to prepare for the event, right? Because I was supposed to be Oscar De La Hoya, and De La Hoya put in like six to eight weeks of training where he didn't. Holyfield came in looking in pretty good shape with only a couple weeks of notice, I think. Two, three weeks of notice? How long did that happen ago? Am I uh, losing time again? Because things move so fast now. But, yeah. So he just was like, oh, I, I need money. I've lost a lot of money over the years. I need more money. So he's like, screw it. Let's do it. Let's, let's box. I don't know how to box. I've been doing it my whole life. Why not? But he, I don't think, was in there to... I don't know, man. I don't know if he knew how hard of the fight was going to be or if he thought he was just going to, like, snap into it. Or he just didn't care. It's like, fuck it, man. I'm making a million dollars. I need that. I'm, like, 20 million in debt. <laughs> Tito, I don't know, but what's up with Tito? Tito's... Tito seems like he's been struggling with his identity of not being the UFC light heavyweight champ <laughs> still. Like he's still wants that identity. He hasn't moved to the next chapter. He's still trying to live on the same page. But maybe he was just trying to catch a check. Who knows? Still the Huntington bad Huntington Beach bad boy, and he's on my top list of favorite fighters so whatever even though that was that was terrible so, you know he just wants to do so well but it just doesn't work out I feel kind of bad I did not uh, watch the UFC team finals today I was uh, had a business meeting this morning downtown and then I went into a open mat can athlete and go to that on uh, Instagram at can athlete C A N N athlete. And uh, it was a smoking friendly open mat. So I was able to get some rounds in, smoke a little grass. It was a fun day. It was good. Um, but that the can athlete idea is to kind of show um, that smoky weed can be like a positive, um, athletic, active thing that you do. It doesn't have to be like you're sitting around eating chips and watching movies and playing video games. And I won't say that you're a bad person for doing those things sometimes, but there's a lot of people out there who like to 
smoke or take an edible and go for a jog or ride their bike or go grapple and choke people. Hitting mitts, hitting the bag, those are all fun things to do also. And there's not enough of that talked about. There's not enough people, you know, I've never heard of anybody talking about, talking about the medicinal stuff about it, but they're not really talking about being a healthy or active person with it. <clears throat> no, I think it's a good, it's a good idea. But you guys should come and check that out. I'll be on there probably a couple times a month. I'm gonna do it every Sunday here in the Bay. So if you guys are uh, interested, you can even uh, DM, DM my, uh, private messages on the apps, contact me in the apps. <clears throat> and we can um, and share information with you on it and where they're at. But it's pretty, um, it's pretty cool. It's a cool environment. And hopefully trying to make something grow there. I may even try to put together a weekly, weekly class for self-defense and see if I can get enough people interested in it in San Jose Bay Area location. It'll be downtown. And I think that's pretty, it should be pretty um, accessible to a lot of people. It's not too far, it's pretty centralized. So hopefully we get something going there. That'd be fun, have regular students. Yes, cannabis is a, an amazing elixir. You just have to make sure you're not allowing it to make you lazy or you don't use it as an excuse. It's not for everybody. And some people can get really lazy on it. If I let myself, I could I could get pretty lazy and just do nothing all day. Like, oh, I'm just going to be high. <laughs> but you can't allow yourself to not be focused. So if you have a problem being focused, just stay away until you know the weekend or you actually have time to, to be lazy. But yeah, I, I use for neck, the neck pain sucks, dude. So it helps, helps take my mind off it a little bit and helps with sleep. I'm gonna work with this uh, Sensi Chew company and they got some gummies. I'm gonna try these gummies out. And hopefully that will help with sleep and just uh, basic pain throughout the day. Jedi Mind says that uh, Action Bronson got high as hell before his workouts. Dude dropped over 100 pounds. I mean, it can get you into a, a mental zone, get you into that flow state. It really can. But it can be dangerous if you're not good at controlling that flow state because you could end up like washing your dishes or cleaning the floor or you're playing a video game or you're scrolling on your phone. And that's the thing you end up in getting in a flow state in. And you waste 30 minutes to an hour of your day doing something that was pointless. You got to have like that. You got to have that control until you get on task. You know, get on the bike, get to start moving, start wrestling, start grappling, or even start writing. You know, so you start writing uh, your blog, your newsletter, your books, whatever you got to write.
<clears throat> Tyler Durden saying, uh, most people can't tell I effed myself up anymore. Now I worry it's a crutch or a substitute. I, yeah, I thought that sometimes. I took some time off just to see, like, do I need this? Or, like, you know, I've been smoking regularly for a while. Let's just see what my life's like without it. So I stopped, and nothing really changed other than my neck hurt more. <laughs> like, my productivity wasn't really that much off. Um, but I did realize that I was spending money that I maybe didn't need to. So now my consumption is very, very low. Like I enjoy the high more and uh, write it out longer rather than just like, oh, I got to smoke another bowl, got to smoke another bowl, got to smoke another bowl. It's kind of a waste. And I feel like that ends up being um, just a habitual thing that you do to like take up time or because we, we like habits, we like doing routines. So you create this routine. And, not really necessary. You just smoke half the bowl and be good until dinner. <laughs> you know, cocaine. What about cocaine? Andrew Andrew says it's a hell of a drug, but that's some dangerous stuff to be messing with now because they got fentanyl. They're cutting fentanyl into everything. It's like I don't know, man. Can you really get a source where it's pure cocaine? And even that is like, did you see that documentary where they showed you how they made cocaine and they're putting like hella, like gasoline in it. So they need something super caustic to break the stuff down and get it out of the, get out of the leaves. That seems kind of awful. <laughs> and um, yeah, so it's kind of one of those things. It's like, I don't know. It's kind of better to steer clear of it's a slippery slope. Yep, you gotta take that whiskey easy and leave that cocaine be. Jedi Mind is asking me what your opinion on protein powder, not the cheap shit, but the good stuff. I've heard people say it's pointless and makes you bloated. No, I use I use protein powder. You can go to my website, go to my blog, chunkage.net. And I have um, stuff in there about my my lifting the protein I use. I have a link to that, affiliate link to that. But I don't use uh, flavored or sugared. It's like grass-fed. <coughs> it's grass-fed. Uh, no artificial flavors, no sugar added. So it tastes awful very basic but protein it's it's good for you um if you can't eat enough meals to get the protein you need in, in your diet then use the shakes if you're moving fast and you don't have time to have one of your your meal preps shake is good to go um i have two a day uh, i think i have stuff in my blogs and i have some videos floating around of those shakes and what i do with those shakes i should make a new one because i added some stuff when I was trying to get bigger. But yeah, protein, I think it works good. But you've got to be doing the work. If you're drinking protein power, taking creatine and shit, and you're not fucking, sorry, you're not effing pushing yourself in the workouts, and you're not getting sore, and you're not, 
you know, sweating hard, then you're not going to break down enough muscle to need the protein. I don't, I don't really think you can overeat protein unless you're eating like vegetable fats and um, non-good fat sugars, stuff like that. But get your protein. You need your protein. Anything on my courses for big forearms? No, I think, man, just lifting and doing jujitsu are going to get you strong forearms. Uh, lifting, get some pull-up type. Uh, like sometimes the guys will have their like old gi collar. The gis are torn up, and they'll throw that over a bar, and they'll pull up some of the fabric. Use a towel, too, I guess, or a short rope. But those, anything that's going to help grow your your grip holding on to stuff, like just do more of that, that's going to get you bigger forearms. Andrew. Andrew has been using the uh, protein I've been recommending. Yeah, I use the same. I use the same stuff I've been using the whole time. I got no complaints on it. Um, I get those like mini mini drinks for my kids. Uh, little probiotic drinks, <clears throat> Cool Plus, I think it's called. But I'll put one of those in that shake with milk and uh, egg whites. I put egg whites in the, in the shake, and that's that tastes a little bit better. You know, chalky whatever stuff, but like. Not supposed to taste good. I don't care if it tastes good. I care if the if the gas works. The gas make the car go, and the gas actually absolutely makes the car go. Yep. Eggs are fantastic. Red meat, chicken, Greek yogurt, milk, good stuff. But if you are uh, got some fat, you got some excess fat, and you're trying to slim slim down you're going to want to watch your calorie intake because you still need to need to you need to burn excess calories you need to burn the excess excess fat from your body all right dudes we've been at it for an hour here it's good talking to you hope you're in a good position to enjoy the decline i hope some of you guys maybe picked up the uh crypto course Charlie, those guys were offering because they're printing more money. They're, they're, they're going to put more laws and change more things. And um, it's just how it's going to be. So I think was it El Salvador made Bitcoin legal, their legal money there. And on that day, the market went from like 50, crashed back down. Now it's like 145. I think those are some big players trying to sabotage the market because of uh, El Salvador. They're not happy with it. Oh, okay. One more, one more. Andrew is, uh, are you still in the dating scene? Yeah, I've been seeing some people, seeing some people. May I have one that's borderline. Yeah, I guess she was common LTR. She came to uh, Disneyland with me and the boys. She's cool. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for coming. Uh, I will be checking you guys later.
Enjoy the decline. Enjoy the decline, guys. It's the circus. Circus of bread. Talking away. I don't know what I'm to say. I'll say it anyway. There's just another day to find you shying away. I'll be coming for your love, okay? Take me, take on me, take me, take on me. Be gone in a day or two. Needless to say, I'm at odds and ends, but I feel stumbling away, slowly learning that life is okay. Say after me. No better to be safe than sorry. Take on me, take on me, take me on, take on me out. Be gone in a day or two.